Let's try this again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. I, it's been a while since we've had a guest on. Yes, it has. Basically, because this. Well, why is that, champ? Life. 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 Let's be honest. We're dads. We're busy. It happens. And it's not just dads, but moms are busy too, right? That's right. Um, and there'll be some mom episodes coming later. Yes. 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 We've been uh, we've, we've been, been talking about a new segment that'll feature some moms. Yeah, it's a yeah. crazy mom-like things. All right, yeah, so... Uh, Shout me, out to the ladies. Yeah, yeah, um, Actually, no, it's just kind of in life circumstances have, have kind of... We've had two guests lined up, and we just, uh, you know, one car broke down in Montreal before yep. he was able to come, and the other one we were supposed to be meeting before he played in his dart league. Yeah, and... and we got uh, the location wrong. Yeah, totally, totally, totally wrong. wrong. We were... So, we <laughs> were going to go and record at a comedy club with him, and instead... Uh, we are now recording a Minnesota by ourselves. Yay! Woo! Enjoy. But we do have a we do have a couple of cool guests lined up, right? We're yeah, absolutely. On, we're recording Saturday afternoon. Yes, with someone. With somebody. Uh, and we got and mid December we have another special guest coming. So yeah, that's yeah, going to be super guests. fun. Special guests, guys. Uh, you know, um, we're, we're reaching into our. our semi-famous uh, group of friends. Yeah, you'll enjoy you'll enjoy these episodes coming. I mean, you probably enjoy everything now, but I mean, you'll really, you're still really like, if you're still us, listening you to us. us. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Or you just totally got confused with the other daddy issues in the States. There's a few daddy's issues. Cause you know how, so we just did two shows that we did the Vimy Brewing Company show and we did the Whippersnapper show and on it, it said featuring Matthew Champ and Chris Kingsbury, hosts of the daddy issues podcast. Yeah. There is a podcast that is called the daddy issues podcast. Oh. And they actually liked all the photos of it on Facebook. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, oh, they think we're stealing their name now. Oh, well. Just in the same way that we were, like, inadvertently being, like, douchebag McDermott. Yeah, and, yeah, totally. So, <laughs> the kettle has come full circle. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming back now, honestly. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, no, we got we got some fun stuff coming your way. Uh, so, thank you for coming back and checking out. We just want to keep producing content and getting together and hanging out. Cause yeah, for sure. It's our one, one, one night of the week that we have an excuse to drink a little bit of beer. A little bit more bit of beer. Yes. Yes. Uh, what are we? What are we drinking tonight, Chris? This, it, this is a big name company. I feel like we shouldn't even really name for sh- it. For sure, it rhymes with semen. <laughs> you, know you guys figure it out. It's not bad. It's good lager. Uh, they've been doing beer for a long we time. Got, I got the. I got. I didn't get the regular lager though. No. Uh, this is ooh. Okay. Yeah, it's nice. It's crisp. It's crisper. It sure is. Yeah, because they've got they've got like kind of a mini craft line where they do seasonal brews. Um, so I like I like their seasonal stuff. I don't like their coffee porter, but other than that, their seasonal. Yeah, stuff there's is not good. many coffee porters that I'd be really into for sure. So, what are yeah. we talking about today, Chap? What's what's the, our Minnesota about? <laughs> well, we want to address like. We want to talk about safety a little bit. Safety with kids, how we can help keep our kids safe. Uh, you know, some some tips and tricks around uh, around the house, just around outright. the house. But like, you know, we've talked about safety online. Yep. We've talked about safety in regards of like abuse uh, in some certain ways in episodes. Yeah, we've talked even about safety in in the ways to talk to our kids about certain things. Absolutely. Um, you know, so I think about. Drugs. Mostly about drugs. Yeah, mostly about, yes, drugs. Mostly about drugs. In our pilot episode, which I was supposed to drop yesterday and didn't drop because I figured we'd record something fun and put it up. Um, in our pilot episode, we also talked about about like the scary dreams that your kids have. Right. Reality. Yeah. yeah. Like so their, that... their little ghost adventures and how to talk to them about that. So. Yeah, they they have some. Uh... No, we'll drop that. We'll episode. drop that eventually. Don't you worry. Um, oh. The the thing is, we want to also kind of talk about physical safety. 
And yep. this kind of came to a head for me this weekend where I suddenly realized for a moment, like, I could have potentially put my baby in an unsafe situation. Right. right? And now, now, this isn't like a CAS story. <laughs> Although, like... Although it could be. <laughs> could have been. It's a CAS near miss. Well, not, The potential for danger was there, but it didn't happen. And it wouldn't, I would not have been found liable in any... No, no, way. yeah, okay, no. But, you sure. know, like, it's, it's... We live in Canada. We have a lot of American listeners like Los Angeles, yep. California area. So, like, it's cold up here. You know that. You know that the one thing about Canada is that we all live in igloos, uh, have a pet penguin. And, and the ones that do drive have to have winter tires. Yeah, winter tires. That's it. Key. That's a good like that was a good way we did, of doing that rule of three. Going yeah. like something too silly and then one <laughs> yeah, serious. One serious. <laughs> I like uh, that. No problem. Um, so we had to get our winter tires changed, especially because we live in Ottawa, Gatineau, right? Yep. So we live on the border of Quebec. Quebec actually has a law that says by December first, you, you gotta have, have snow tires, tires on, on yeah. right? So uh, I went to get my winter tires changed uh, Friday. I went to a garage out in, out in Gatineau on the Quebec side. Because it is cheaper there, eh, Collis? Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> you it's, would think. Che- it's cheaper there, but there's a reason it's cheaper yeah. there, right? Like, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to mention I'm not gonna mention the auto shop's name. If, but if you're, like, if you find me on my personal Facebook, you'll, you'll see the you'll story. See, you'll, you'll see, see the, the story, story. Uh, where names are dropped. But I've, I've decided that I am going to be talking to... Um, Legal counsel. So legal counsel, and I'm going to get my car officially checked out. Yeah, for Um, sure. Anytime they don't tighten lug nuts on three out of four tires properly, yeah, yeah, you got some stuff coming to your way there, pal. So that's what they did. (laughs) Three of my four tires, they did not fully tighten the lug nuts. Yeah. Uh, One of them was so bad that within two blocks, all four lug nuts had fallen off. So, like, I, I started the car, and, like, the street to turn left on is about 100 meters up. Yep. So I drive up 100 meters, and just as I'm entering near the stop, I just hear clunk, 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 clunk. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't stop on this street because this street is just full of cars already. So so I turn left, and I, when I turn left, it was like, it got worse, like clunk, 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 clunk. And so I quickly turn right into the next, like, side street and stop my car. And as I stopped my car, my front left tire came dislodged from the car. Oh. So it didn't fully fall off, but, like, it came it came out. Yeah, yeah. And like my front went down hard. So I'm I'm realizing I'm only about two hundred and fifty meters away from the shop. So so about I, face. <laughs> well no, I'm not turning the car. I'm no, no, yeah, car. yourself. So Just I threw the four ways on and I went back and I was like I was like, hey, um my tire like pretty much just fell off down the street. And the one guy that had been working in the car, he didn't recognize me. So he's like, yeah, no, no we're really swamped today. Uh, it's tire changing season. Uh, tell that guy. And he pointed me towards one of the techs that had worked on my car. And I went over and I told him, he's like, oh, sometimes it happens. I was like, but you just put the tires on. And he's like, wait, what car? And I was like, I told him what car it was. He's like, oh, is it that one over there? Because he's able to see it. And yeah. I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, so you're saying that the tire came off. I was like, yeah, it dislodged. All the all the nuts are gone. Like, I don't know where <laughs> they are. And so <laughs> this guy and the other guy, we we go over to the vehicle. We see, oh, yeah, there's no, there's there's no, no lug, lug nuts, nuts left on the, on in the front. <laughs> so we're walking up and down the street. We find them <laughs> scattered up and down the street. Wow. Uh and uh, we go to put them on. So he finally, like, they, they jack the car up, they put it on, they tighten them as much as they'll go. And I was like, hey, before we're done here, can you check the other tires? Yeah. And so they went around and checked the other tires, and three of the four 
the lug nuts were, were loose. And Let that be a lesson out there, mechanics. Torque mark your fasteners. Now, that's a, a foreign thing for Champ to hear. Yeah, that's, to- that's a new language. Torque marking your fasteners means before the tires came off the car, you take a pen and you mark exactly on the bolt as well as the lug nut where that torque was set. And if it doesn't tighten up to that in the last point, you haven't torqued your bolts down. So <clears throat> here's the thing is uh, the one the one mechanic, the one who actually like came and was very helpful, he was like he threw the other guy that would worked on my car under the <laughs> bus so hard. He was like, he's like, this guy is awful and he shouldn't get fired and he needs to be fired for this. And I'm like Okay, and this. The meanwhile, this guy keeps coming up, going like, "Oh, you know, sometimes it happens." Thanks for not being mad about it. And I'm like, <sighs> "Okay," but like inside, I'm like, "If this had fucking happened on a highway, or when I was on the bridge crossing back from Ontario to Quebec, or Kate and Maddie were actually going to come out with me, right? Yeah, they were originally going to come out, and then we were going to go get someone to eat while the tires are being changed, and then we would go back home. So if Maddie had been in the car, right? Yeah, like, that's not good. And my front driver wheel going off. Imagine if I was going 60, right? I was lucky I was only going down side streets at 20 and just... Yeah, yeah, being able to like... Yeah. But the moment you heard it, you're like, something is wrong with my car. Yeah. It's so... Wobbling like that. So anyway, long story to short, safety. Yeah. Right? I, I, I posted about it on Facebook and the sales rep got very angry. And enjoy that. It's the biggest troll with the worst grammar from someone who's trying to defend somebody who did something wrong. Uh, so anyway, we're going to move bizarre. on We're going to move on that. because like, I definitely, I have, I've reached out to some legal... Uh, some some people in the the legal field. Scandero. One of them has connected me Scandero. or is connecting me with a lawyer in Quebec uh, because I can't cross provincially sue. No, uh, I have to sue individually. I can't do like civil litigation. Hey, America, can you do that state to state? Just launch a full scale. Well, lawsuit? states states have different like laws. Well, right. right. So I mean, the same thing about Ontario, us, Quebec. Yeah. So I think I there's issues. That. You need to go to like to a federal level. Yeah. And this is something that would never go to a federal level. No. And that was part of the sales rep's point is he kept going like, you're Ontario, we're Quebec, like good luck doing whatever. I'm like, I can always come into Quebec and sue. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I can, <laughs> like I said, I can do cause of action, which is individuals. And I've got their names because I specifically took names before I left. So yeah. this was my, this is my, my thing that kind of led us into wanting to talk about safety because I do everything I can in the car to make sure Maddie's safe. Like, we've got the base for the car seat. We've got specific car seats. And the way that you put the handle of the car seat in there. And what yep. can, it can't what locks water. in and everything How, like that. Like, even where on the body to lock the certain locks. Yeah, they're very specific on that. The, the weightage, like, you, you have to adjust based on how much the baby weighs. So you have to always know how much your baby weighs. Yeah, the kids have upgraded, too. They have to... Uh, the baby on board sticker. I prefer just the I'm on board. I've got the I'm have, on board yeah. sticker. <laughs> Yeah. Jeff, Jeff McKay. Jeff McKay. Jeff McKay. Such, a, such a great, great. Uh, go to imonboard.ca and order your I'm on board sticker <laughs> or thing. I've got it, but I've also got a gangster baby rap one. The, yeah, I've so. seen that. Yeah, that's a. Yeah, so I mean, so yeah, that's safety around the car, and that's been like uh, regulated by the you know like the Canadian Standards Association. Yeah, and, and it's and regulated like very heavily, heavily, right? Because we don't want kids 
to, to die. die on the road we, for we a dying a, period. But, yes. We have an overpopulation issue, but, but. <laughs> let's, take out, let's take out the boomers. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to go next okay. anyway. Yeah. No, um, but so, but the, nobody, uh, there's some things for around the house, for sure. The Canadian, the CSA and the like, CSA approved things for around uh, household safety exist. But uh, you wanted to know about uh, baby proofing things. Well, let, let's start with baby proofing and work our way up to kid proofing, right? Sure. Because baby yeah. proofing and kid proofing are different because right totally. now my baby doesn't crawl right my baby sits in a swing or on a playpen you know like she's she's safe but there gets to a point where a baby becomes like a toddler and starts to crawl around and, and get themselves in trouble so like what are what are the big dangers chris big dangers falling from stairs pulling things off of shelves having shelves not secured and tethered causing things to fall off of them when they pull themselves up uh debris on coffee tables huh. uh outlets some people get you know they look like little fun it's not just homer painting bunny rabbits on them kids are like what is that and it equals you know a shock lightly cooking their insides um what else we got what about like in the kitchen right you got like well, you got like elements or like the stove well, and it's really bad for us right now we're, we're constantly having to tell eddie and erica to like slow down because the only access to the playroom is next to the stove. Right, is right, yeah, and right next to the kitchen. So they're like constantly running through there. They're getting better now, but Eddie at his birthday, his best friend turned around and caught a beater of the cabinet, like bumped into me, and I hip checked him into the cabinet, <laughs> and he got it like literally right between the forehead, just oh, I bam. Should, I just, have laughed at no, it was funny. Now that you look at it, it was horrible when it happened. But man, it, now that you think about it, it, like how did the kids' parents react? They were just like, don't be running through the kitchen. <laughs> that was legit because he was running. I was like, man, you're running through the kitchen. We told you not to do that. And they were like, yep, don't do it. This is their middle child of five, too. So they're oh, like, gosh. So, like, they, they can stand the loose one. <laughs> <laughs> I, sorry, that's, that's not cool. No, Especially, it. like, right now we've, we've seen a lot of, like, Kate's following a lot of people on Instagram, these little children that have, like, performed with serious illnesses. Oh, man. And, like, it's heartbreaking. There's a safety thing for her. For her psyche, I mean, it's heartbreaking, yeah. but just... She's following this young, like, three-month-old that's going down to sick kids in Toronto because she's got a massive brain tumor. And she's like, <laughs> she's like and she's the same age as Maddie. And oh, I'm like, I'm like this is awful. This is that. horrible. You need to... Yeah say a prayer and then check it and then kind of put it off of your Facebook feed. <laughs> or you know what actually what we're going to likely do is or donate. This, yeah so they, they're doing a GoFundMe page but cool. also they're doing a meal train so oh. anybody in Ottawa can actually sign up and take them like a meal so I think that Kate's looking at signing He'll up. He'll post the link when uh, he posts the uh, this episode guys. Uh, you know what I don't know if I will I'll have to find it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt doesn't want to do a work for a sick kid everyone. Uh, uh, <laughs> Maybe what I'll do is I'll post it in the comments or something. Yeah okay? something like, like that. It's on champ now everyone it's on <laughs> So, what else is on champ is a uh, like baby gates. Let's not talk, let's let's not forget about baby gates okay, so and yeah. our slippery floors, man. So I have I have slippery floors on our upstairs. Yeah. I don't have baby gates. When do we put baby gates up? Uh, I would almost. But she's what? How many weeks right now? She's three months. Okay, so you're gonna probably need gates by at least six months to seven months. Okay, hundred percent. So if anybody wants to get us baby gates for Christmas, yeah, where where? And I know kind of the answer, but I, I, you've done this multiple times. Where are the best places in the house to put baby gates? Bases of stairs, blocking off hallways. Going up or down or both? Uh, it depends where you're spending most of your time. 
If it's, it's down, basically, you don't want them going up the stairs without you seeing it. Okay. Eddie, but we didn't. He was uh, seven months old, and we had a really steep staircase in Armprior. He, um, actually, we didn't have a gate yet. Hadn't bought one. He pulled away the uh, playpen that was okay. blocking the base of the stairs. Like, and he pulled it in such a way that Amanda's peripherals didn't see it was gone, mm-hmm. and then he buggered off up the stairs. Okay. And he did the whole staircase. And what goes up must come down. No, he. Amanda finally saw that she, he wasn't in the room and that the thing was slightly ajar. And then she was all like, oh, my God, Eddie, look what you've done. No, she didn't freak out or anything. Yeah. She didn't want him to scare him. But he, at seven months old, was on top of the stairs. Okay. Two weeks later, when I put the gate in, he was in full-blown run mode. He ran at, like, ridiculously early. He okay. just was gone. Um at the base of the stairs, the banister and the, uh, the the main handrail on that side was a big, sharp wooden block. Very old. The house was built in the 40s. Had very sharp corners onto it. Very nice detailing into it. Eddie came around the corner, slipped, and like slipped in such a way that he cracked his forehead onto it. It was oh. the worst thing ever, and there was nothing we could have done. But it did teach him a valuable lesson not to run around. How, how much blood was there? None. It was just the biggest, massivest goose egg. And then we just didn't let him sleep for at least six hours, right? And, you know, and, like, make sure he's cognizant. It happened in the afternoon, so it was very fortunate. And it happened right after his, like, mid-morning nap. So, yep, pretty so lucky we there. we just extended the nap. <laughs> <Get> <laughs> with a KO. With a KO. Yeah, no. Uh, so it's very important to get these things in place. No, um, there are so many different types of baby gates, right? Yes, there are. Like, we're not going to do any ads for specific no. brands or anything like that. But, like, there are different styles. Like, there's the styles that suction to the walls. There's the gates that you can install. There's there's the ones that are, like, zipper. Like, they, you can slide them across. I've yeah, I've, I don't, I'm not necessarily anything ones. I, usually, the ones I found that work the best were the simplest, and they were made of metal. Okay. And they had, like, a hinge swing with a, a locking pressure a pressure lock basically when you put it in there a spring went over the top and you couldn't move it um for as far as temporary gates ones that you could take with you to someplace which which are very helpful for when you get a bit older um you want the ones that are an adjustable compression so you put them tight to the thing to the opening yeah and they'll be able to push the thing down and lock it and they're solid plastic so i had one of those but it was like a wooden one Okay. And I, the reason I got it was when I was living on Carlton Place and Kate and I started dating, my cat had never met a dog before. Right. So I wanted to do like kind of like a let them meet through a gate first. So that way my cat could feel safe to come out. And Riley is super energetic. So Riley can't. Can't be like, hey, what's going on, cat? However, I had so many issues like adjusting that pressure against the yeah. wall that they kept falling down because maybe I wasn't doing it properly. Are they hard to install like, or am I just stupid? Uh, no, I found the wood ones with the mesh gates into them. Their locking mechanism that's exposed is yeah. is just inferior. Okay. It's just a crappy gate. It's not you're not you are a little bit stupid and challenged sometimes. No problem, but not to the point where that it shouldn't work fairly easily every time. Okay. Yeah. Um, the metal ones are pretty much they solid hinge, and that as they grow and try to climb it that it's strong enough to take their weight and how it's anchored to the posts and how it's where you choose to anchor it. Okay. It, it uh, they're the strong ones. You don't want to go with wood like that. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, I mean, it may look nice and if it works for you for sure, but 
a permanent type fixture for stairs, go with iron. Well, I got rid of it when yeah. Riley and Jack got used to each other. Yeah. Because I was like, it's not worth having this piece of shit lying around. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. No. So, like, so baby gates, like the good ones, can be quite expensive. Yeah, the good ones, the metal ones started at about 50 bucks. The okay. good metal ones, 50 bucks. Um, the collapsible, expandable plastic ones that have a really good release and stuff like that, they're about 70, 75. Okay. How many, how many baby gates? Well, I guess it depends on the house, right? Yeah, it really does. I ended up having to have one, two, three. At okay. Two permanent fixtures on, or one permanent fixture on the upstairs until they're ready to go. Basically, the next point of you were wanting to talk to is when do you take the semi-permanent gate and when do you take the gates off? Yeah. Right. Because like when when is it safe enough for the kids to be able to explore? We just got rid of the gates when Erica had no problems with stairs. Okay. So I think the gates have only been down a year. She was two and a bit. Two and a bit. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. And sometimes maybe that feels a little bit young for me too. She even. had. Well, we didn't. Eddie never had them like a break in them, right? Okay. <clears throat> but Erica trying to keep up with her brother will has been accelerated in her. Okay. You fair know, enough. she needs to keep this the gas on to keep up with her brother is yeah. basically it. So we took him out and she learned quicker. So I would say maybe like three and a half, three. Okay. You're probably shooting at three. Depends on how good they are. Know your kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's good. That's good. Now that's good. 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 I'm gonna say, you know, I mean, if your one parent is accident prone and the kid has it, you'll know right away. Segway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were talking about bookshelves, right? Because bookshelves are their center where children, like especially children that are starting to get to the point of crawling to standing, will make, need to use a base to pull themselves up, right? That's right? And if we're not keeping our eyes on our kid fully, which you know Phones sometimes happen. happen, you know, well. Washroom breaks happen. Um, the dog needs to go out for a pee. You yeah. know, the little things happen. They sure do. Now there, there's like obviously that idea of keeping the heavier things on the shelf on the bottom. Yeah, bottom weight displacement. Bottom weight sure. displacement for sure is a big thing. Uh, now the most important thing to do is tether your bookcases. Yeah, for sure. There's a reason why they come with tethers, and uh, if you can't find a stud, definitely get an anchor that will hold a minimum of seventy five pounds. They're butterfly anchors. You drill them in, and then when you place the screw inside them, they butterfly into the wall. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've seen those before. Yeah, I know what do. you're talking about, yeah. and so, I don't know shit about this. Yeah, they, they get one that holds at least seventy-five pounds of pull because of the bookshelf. It's the. It's not the f- initial pull that will like. The initial pull won't be twenty-five pounds. It's when that bookshelf gets three to four inches off the wall, and inertia takes it the rest of the way and pulls it harder. Yeah. So the tether is designed to stop at like two inches, where it's thirty pounds of pull. Okay. So having a seventy-five pound anchor is double what needed to be there on that tether. Okay, so it's like it's like giving it a bit of a break. Yeah, it is. It's You're getting, bringing in a strong man for a weak man. Yeah, job. just just to a t- just on the top heavy parts of it. Like too. I I remember so you know when we first started this podcast we built a lot of baby shit in my room right we, we built sure did. Uh, that IKEA dresser the bookshelf we built a crib yep. um, we put together a bunch of stuff and we had to tether even the dresser to the wall. Yeah. Um, because like the, even though the dresser is like pretty heavy, but they're going to get to a certain point in age where they're going to stand up on there and it's going to freak you the hell out because you'll be going for a diaper and then you'll turn around and she'll be like, what's going on? It's party time. And if it's not 
balanced and somewhat stable to the wall, and it has a tendency to want to rock. Okay. Yeah, Eddie did that once. Just once. New dresser, didn't know. Did it scare him, or did, like, the reaction scare him, or were you guys, like, He was like, and we were like, poker face. You know when they do something scary, you're just like, that was cool. Don't freak Don't out. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, that was scary, eh, bud? And you just kind of like, whoa. <laughs> we didn't have any of those episodes with Erica, but uh, she just recently had one of her wipeouts like her brother had the other day, too. So it's like, this one there on the left side of her head. We should we should pretty much just make it a rule to anchor anything that is tall and heavy and in the room. Pretty much. If it's greater than 16 inches to 2 feet, greater than 2 feet, you want to probably tether it to the wall. You okay. Know? You know, do that. Now, you say clutter on... on clutter on tables. On tables. That's going to be a fun thing that comes up for sure. We ended up uh, getting rid of coffee tables for a bit just because anything we put onto it and acted like... The kids acted like it was, oh, this is for me to play with. Like, okay. So we just got it, and then we put little little uh, shelves behind the couches in the corners mm-hmm. for drinks and for water and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, because they'll pull stuff, and especially anything like if you think candles or anything like that is cool when kids are around. They're not. <laughs> they're like, oh, you're going to have open flame and hot wax next to the kids? Yeah, sounds great. Don't do it. Okay. We, we like candles a lot. For sure. Just. At kid level, not a good call. Fair enough. Not a good call. That's good to know because like (laughs) our candles are right next to the TV, which is on the TV stand. Yeah, those are be they're going up. We're actually uh, we're we're gonna in in the new year we're gonna get rid of our dining room table and chairs. Like we're not getting rid of it permanently. We're just gonna move it, it. Um, and we're gonna change that dining room area into a playroom. Like, that'll be kind of where her play center is. We'll put down her play mat. And, Playlandia. Yeah, yeah. And it's also, like, where the record player is. And so, like, we play a lot of music on the record player on on the daily. So so all the booze is going to be leaving. The booze will move. Okay. Because the booze is also with the record player. That's our liquor cabinet. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to have to so. move the booze. Anything, like I say, below three feet, four feet, you should have much. If you don't want it. Trashed or possibly ripped off its shelf. I don't want my six-month-old, six when she's six months, to drink my Patron. Oh, are you kidding me? Come on. <laughs> I, I think I was two when I took a sip of my dad's rusty nail. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I thought it was Kool-Aid. Okay. Apparently, I just scratched my tongue for like three minutes. Oh. It was like, ah! Yeah, I, and I, I never drink anything at... Uh, it remotely looks like that. <laughs> like, mm, Drambuie. Oh my god! Saturday we were at um, we were at uh, Kate's brother and sister in law's. Yeah, it's Kate's birthday. Thirty five. Sorry, thirty. It was a good year. <laughs> Forever twenty nine. Uh, yes, that's that's what it is. Um, and I sat down at my my can of beer on the coffee table, and the two year old just comes up and picks it up with both of his hands, and like goes to take a swig of it, and me and uh, his his dad are just like, no, like you both reach, and I was like, all right, not gonna set that down there. Anymore. Well, you guys are you guys are good parents. I never I never got to Eddie by the time he took a big swill of beer. Oh yeah, you yeah, got a big swill in. Yeah, and at first he snapped his head back, and then he smiled at me, <laughs> like just smiled, like. <laughs> I did something I know I shouldn't have. And he would always try to go for, like, the good beer, like, Stella's and, like, 
Mom would have a bud out. He wouldn't go for that. <laughs> he already had a refined palate. Yeah, refined. From my first sip as a four-year-old, <laughs> yeah. I knew I loved beer. <laughs> I'm going to have to carry de-alcoholized stuff in the house. No. No, they're, they're, uh, they're not even pop drinkers. They're carbonated water drinkers. Yeah. yeah you guys do the bubbly stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Bublé. 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 I like the way that you talk to your kids about weed because like it's around yeah. and you guys talk about it as medicine. As medicine. As adult yeah. medicine and how like if they need it when they're adults. That's totally that's, fine. That's yeah. fine, right? And they really do respect that. I was like, I was because I imagine that there would have been like Starting to get rebellious about it, but they will. They will. They will at some point. But I mean, hopefully, well, I, I think I'll see the time when that conversation will have to happen. But yeah, it's, uh, we because Amanda does a lot of baking with it. Yeah. Right. And anytime that we're making, uh, you know, marijuana cookies, brownies, and all sorts of things like that, it's it's important to have the kids' version. You know. Yeah. You do the kids' version first. Just make sure they don't get mixed up. <laughs> no, no, there's two. Like when she does Rice Krispie treats, uh, kids ones always have sprinkles. Okay. When you do, she used to do sprinkles on her adult ones too. Because I remember the first few batches, I got sprinkles on mine. So yeah, you also got uh, caramel drizzle oh, too. Oh, the caramel chips. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we don't do that so much anymore. It's a little bit of an extra step. But we, <laughs> I when cooking, when doing cookies, step. Amanda gets the oven hot with the kids on the first round so she doesn't have to wash the pans okay so she does the kids cookies first and then she does the adult oh, cookies second smart. right that's so smart. she just does it that way and then she'll know and all the kids stuff gets put there and then she starts the next round Fair enough. yeah it makes sense right and that's also safety yes it <laughs> <That> is safety <laughs> we're safety. right back on it yeah actually safety in the kitchen absolutely Are, like, I know that there's a lot of other safety things that we're, we're missing because like you know there's safety at bath time obviously like not leaving your kid unattended in the tub is yeah. a huge thing doesn't matter how like up until it's inappropriate for you to be, be there, there, you should be you there. should be there. Yeah, um, you know it's it's about eyes on. Yeah, uh, and that's because you know it they takes, slip, they crack their head. Who knows? Well, they slip, they crack their head, or you know they swallow water the wrong way because there's there's secondary drowning too, right? Secondary drowning, which doesn't even look like primary drowning, but happens later on. Yeah. And that's when you swallow water into your lungs, and you've got like a bit of water in your lungs, and you start to kind of choke. <laughs> like, but it's a, it happens later on. Yeah, whenever I used to be a lifeguard. Yeah, so no, I was, was gonna say you're lifeguarding pretty hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> but there's something to think about. Yeah, like, it definitely is. Yeah, there's all sorts of aspects like that. Then there's like the electrical safety aspects, and you know, there's like cover plugs and well, cover drawer plugs pl- are, and drawer pullers and like cover plugs are the easiest baby fixing thing in my head. But I tell you. The, the, if your kids are all inclined, they're going to pull that shit off immediately. They, they're like, Oh, this neat. They'll figure it out. You know, they're I like actually, raptors. as a kid, I remember actively pulling the cover, the cover plugs off myself. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, like, and I'd like, because they have like those faces, right? Like, so I'd have them talk to each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was not a safe kid. No, no. no I mean, a lot of people were not safe. And I mean, there's many comedians who've done bits on like, 
ridiculous toys that used to be around, right? Yeah. So, well, and even like the talking with like the the people like the, the generation above us when cars didn't have proper seatbelts. Seat belts yeah. Meanwhile, now we're like, you can't even buy a secondhand uh, child seat. That's no, there's the dates. There's date. Well, no, there's date stamps on it. Right? Date you can, as long if they're past the five years, you're, you, have you're the, you have to cut the cord. Cut the cord. Like, you have to literally cut it, and if not, it's against the law. Yeah, it is. It's like oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like back in the seventies. It's like. Just hold on to my beer, and yeah. uh, you know what? Like, if we're spinning out, grab your mother's arm or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Where you could, like, then the 80s car seats came in, and they they go, you can get a car seat, but then they were, like, passing them down. So, like, yeah, the the, the plastic would be faulty. You'd get car seats that were, like, 10, 12 years old. And I bet you the plastic was still good, and I bet you it was still there, but I bet you there was just that one incident where it wasn't, and that's why they were like, nope. Well, yeah, it's yeah. It's about once again, it comes down to being about safety. About safety for sure. So, any other safety things we want to touch on? There's lots of safety stuff. You know what? If you want to like write in uh, or comment about you know any safety hacks or tricks that you found around the house, yeah, um, please let us all know. We'll, yeah. we'll share them. We'll get them up there. Yeah, uh, you know we can. You can find us on Twitter uh, at We Got Dad Issues. On Instagram at We Got Daddy, Daddy Issues. issues. Uh, Facebook, we're just Daddy Issues with Champ in Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Uh, you know, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Music, um, Plus what, things. Whatever. We're, we're, we're everywhere. We're on everything. You know, Did I say like, Spotify? No, you didn't. Oh, Spotify. Did Spotify. I say iTunes? I think you I did say iTunes. iTunes. You started yeah, with iTunes. I started with iTunes. You're a Mac guy. You started with there. Uh, well, this Kate's a Mac girl. Right. It's I would, just, we were going to use a phonic instead of uh, GarageBand. Right. But then a phonic became impossible to figure out how to use because I'm stupid when it comes to technology. Fair enough. Yeah. This is why I'm like, don't make me put fucking links on shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Search her out, too. Uh, donate anytime you can. Yeah. You know, when Kate listens to this, she might come and comment on it and be like, it was this people. <laughs> yeah. Calling on Kate. Calling I, on Kate. All right. I have, um, I have. Delegated. Delegated a task. task. So, Kate, when you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, you have a job to do. (laughs) Your mission should you choose to accept it. Mm. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. This has been a good Um, episode. We got some great guests coming up soon. Yeah, amazing guests. We're not going to ruin the surprise right yet, um, but we will be in the studio Saturday. Yes. And that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Thank you for listening. Continue to, to. Send us feedback. Uh, we got daddy issues at gmail.com. Uh, we love you. Um, special thank you to Jacob Pollock for the music. Also, remember, if you are in the Ottawa area, December 4th at the Rainbow Bistro, his uh, eclectic jazz funk band That's is going right. to bring the house down. That's right. Rainbow Bistro, December 4th. And it starts at uh, doors at 8.30. Doors at 8.30. And it'll likely only be like 5 or 10 bucks. I don't know what it's going to cost. But cool. they're, you know, they're an indie band, so it won't be too expensive. No, definitely not. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, do that. I'm going to be there. I don't know if Kingsbury's going to be there. I don't know. December 4th. That's next it's a week. Thursday. It's next no, Thursday. No, it's a Wednesday. It's a Thursday. Well, I mean December 5th then. 5th then. The 5th. Yeah. Sorry, I apologize. December 5th. I hope you didn't stop listening. Uh, <laughs> December 5th, the Thursday. Yeah. Hope to see you there. All right, guys. Peace. Peace.